Food bloggers, hi, how are you today? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Eat Blog Talk podcast. This is the place for food bloggers to get information and inspiration to accelerate your blog's growth and ultimately help you to achieve your freedom, whether that's financial, personal, or professional. I'm Megan Porta. I have been a food blogger for 13 years, so I understand how isolating food blogging can be. I'm on a mission to motivate, inspire, and most importantly, let each and every food blogger, including you, know that you are heard and supported. We all know how important networking is, whether we're doing it or not. We know it's an important element for success if you are a food blogger. And we also know those kind of more typical ways to network, so Facebook groups, going to a conference, etc. But Kathleen Phillips joins me in this interview. She is the blogger at Grits and Gouda, and she talks through 10 really unique, really creative ways to think through networking and get connected with people and have the opportunities to share about your business and all of that good stuff. She does talk about going to a local library and hosting a cooking class there she has gotten connected with super fans on Facebook doing this very thing. Also, just calling your chamber of commerce in your city and asking them how they can support you in your business and maybe what opportunities are coming up that you can be a part of that will help you get connected with others. There's so much more in this episode. I really hope you listen to the whole thing from start to finish. You'll love Kathleen's accent. You will love everything she has to say. And she just oozes with sweetness and kindness and I suddenly feel like going out into my own community and being friendly and volunteering right now because she just has that spirit of friendliness. I truly hope this episode inspires you. It is episode number 474, sponsored by Rank IQ. Food bloggers, are you wanting to tap into additional revenue and improve your site experience for users? Chicory might be a great solution for you. Chicory is a leading monetization platform for food bloggers, enabling you to integrate highly relevant, shoppable ads into your recipe content and earn revenue from top CPG brands. Chicory's hyper-contextual ads and shoppable technology will help you improve your site experience and engagement, allowing your readers to go from inspiration to checkout in just a few clicks. Enjoy easy installation and ongoing access to the Chicory team at zero cost to you. Chicory makes it easy to track your earnings, optimize your blog content using recipe insights, and connect with its team. Plus, with integrations with leading ad networks such as Mediavine and 60-plus retailers, Chicory makes it so simple to get started earning revenue today. Head to eblogtalk.com forward slash resources and click the Chicory link to get started. Scroll down to the Chicory logo, click the button that says learn more about Chicory, or you can go to chicory.co slash food bloggers to learn more and sign up. That's chicory.co slash food bloggers. Kathleen Phillips is a cookbook author and professional food stylist. She is the creator and digital publisher of her food blog, gritsandgouda.com. Drawing upon years of experience as a test kitchen director, 
Oxmore House, former cookbook publisher for Southern Living and Cooking Light, and more. She takes traditional Southern recipes and makes them with a shortcut so you can enjoy them faster. She likes to say she's short and Southern, just like her recipes. She incorporates fresh ingredients from her own garden as well as local seasonal ingredients. Her love for local farmers led to her becoming one of the first sweet-grown Alabama ambassadors. Kathleen, welcome to eFlog Talk. You're on the podcast. How are you today? I am fantastic. So glad to be here. Yay. I always love having people who I know listen frequently. <laughs> so thank you for being a loyal listener. And now you are a guest. Amazing. Woohoo! Yes. We're going to talk about creative ways to network today. I think this is a really important topic for us to cover. First, do you have a fun fact you want to share with us? Yes, actually, I wear, like all of us, wear many hats. One of the things I do, in addition to this, is I am the coordinator for a large festival here in my hometown, and it's called Gardendale Magnolia Festival, about 30,000 people, and something extra fun about that, we I always make sure the food is fantastic. We have some of the best food vendors, and in 2014, we were featured on the Food Network and Cooking Channel under Carnival Eats. Oh, no way. So they came and they filmed the entire thing and they featured four of our food vendors. And one. And we still get people because they still do those reruns. We still get people coming to, looking for sweet potato pie ice cream. Ooh. Oh, my. That's intriguing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Well, that's amazing. Congratulations. And that sounds like such a big event to coordinate. Is it just crazy or is it like you've got it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I say we are just, we've, we've got this great big party and we've invited the whole Southeast. And so it's a lot of fun. That's so cool. I love knowing that about you. And when, okay, when is the event? It's every third weekend in April. All right, we're all going to go visit you next year then. <laughs> Look me up. All right, sounds good. Okay, we are going to talk about networking. I think to get started, do you want to give us just a little bit of a history about your blog? Because you are a blogger as well. Yes. So in, in, I'll try to be in a nutshell. So I came from Arkansas to Alabama. My dream job was to work for the Southern Living Cooking School. It used to travel the Southeast. And I'd help backstage when I was in college. I got an interview, but I didn't get the job. Oh. I was crushed. But this, my story is one of those of when one door closes, sometimes a window opens. And so they passed my resume around to the cookbook division called Oxmoor House. And they ask if I'd like to come for an interview. And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yes. I came down, interviewed, got the job. Didn't know a soul in Alabama, but moved down here. So the job was even better than traveling. Oh. And plus that, the cooking school ended. So, you know, if I had gotten that job, I wouldn't have had a job. So fast forward, my second child had special needs. So we decided... I needed to step down as the test kitchen director and be a freelance food stylist and recipe developer. And so during that time, one of the Coastal Living magazine editors recommended me to develop recipes for this cookbook, Running Press, was creating called Magic Cakes. 
So they said, now we'll need you to help promote this. What is your call to action? And I said, what's a call to action? (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of how the blog got started was, well, I don't have a blog. I don't have a Facebook page. So I guess I'll get right on that. And so when I tried to come up with the name, I'm like, I'm Southern. So I'm short and Southern, so so are my recipes. So my blog is called Grits and Gouda for Southern Shortcut, but a pinch of gourmet. And that's where that Gouda comes in. So that's where the blog got started in about, that was 2017, 2018. It was super hard. As you know, I didn't know what I was doing. And in 2020, I wanted to quit. But then I hired Grayson Bell with iMark Interactive, and he basically saved me on the back end because I just like to cook and teach people how to cook, not the back end. So anyway, that is my story. Oh my gosh, your blog started as a call to action, Kathleen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, that's so cool. I love that story. And it's aligns with the same theme of enjoying and loving cooking. So it seemed like a natural fit. And I'm glad you didn't give up. And I love your name so so much I wanted to comment on there. (laughs) Thank you. So you've been doing blogging since about 2017, you said. And at what point did you realize that networking is was super important in college way before I even had a blog networking I really think it's it's really personal and professional and so even when I was in college I knew starting to network and reach out to people to help me and how can I help you back so really networking is just ingrained in me so yeah So it was a pre-blog realization, and then you carried that into your blogging. So did you start networking in your blog right off the bat, or did it take you a while to get into that? Right off the bat before it even got started. Since I didn't know what I was doing on the back end of a blog, I literally hired one of the interns at Southern Living in Oxmoor House to show me how to do the basics. So that was kind of networking. She was someone I worked with. And so this is my take on networking. When you set a long-term goal, everything you say, everything you do, and every thought you have ultimately involves that goal. And it points you in that direction. So personally and professionally, for example, I'm a Christian. Heaven is my goal. Another example, blogging is another example So having a successful blog and teaching others to cook is my goal. So everything I do, everything I say seems like everywhere I go, I can't help but talk about food, which leads to the blog. So see how it all kind of interacts. Yeah, totally. I mean, I get it. I've, (laughs) I get it because (laughs) I've, I've seen it in action. I've felt it through and through. I know the power of networking and hopefully others listening can kind of feel that too. But there are probably people listening who are newer and they don't know the power. They haven't felt the power of networking yet. So I think this is a really good topic to explore, especially for those people. And then I just want to touch on really quick the power of building relationships, which is which is networking, right? Like that that relationship building is 
so vital for our mental health and for our success. Yes, absolutely. Some of these examples happened organically, like coincidentally, but some were me connecting the dots and being open to learning new things, meeting new people. And some, like you said, were the result of developing those relationships. Yeah. And relationships, if you have a good one with people, (laughs) it is hopefully many people can turn into like lifelong friendships. They can turn into collaborations. They can turn into partnerships. They can turn into revenue. They can turn into so many good things. And it might not be something that you can see now right out of the gate, but you will eventually see that. Yes, that's absolutely right. Okay. So you have some really creative ways that we can network with people in a really powerful way. So do you want to talk through those? Yes. So the first one is, I feel like it's, it really resonates with me because so many things happened through the one thing I did. So one thing is to contact the PR person for cooking stages at the large home and garden shows or women's shows, if you have those in the larger towns near you. So I met the folks at the peanut producer, Alabama Peanut Producers Association at a women's show. The women's show asked me just to come and do a little demonstration. And so I did instant pot boiled peanuts. That's Southern. And it's a shortcut. The instant pot's a shortcut. Well, while I was on stage, one of the produ- one of the sponsors was the Alabama Peanut Producers. So that day they asked me, they said, would you like to come on our harvest tour? And it so it led me to that tour led me to meeting the photographer of the state agriculture magazine, which led to me being a judge for the tomato recipe contest which led to me becoming a sweet grown Alabama ambassador, which drives people to my blog. <laughs> See, and you could never have predicted that ever, right? Never. No way. Uh-uh. But you have to put your, some of this is just putting yourself out there. Yeah. Yep. And trusting in that process and not just thinking like there isn't going to be a direct payoff like right now. So I'm not going to do it. There's not going to, because I hear a lot of people say that, like, what's the ROI for me? Well, you don't always know what the ROI is going to be. Sometimes you have to act in faith and then trust that the ROI will come in a different form. That is so well said. And again, that's so true in life, in our personal lives. We don't do things to get things, but sometimes the more you give, the more you get just by coincidence. Okay. So the PR thing is really cool because if you live in a big city, there's got to be a lot of those home and garden shows that you can get connected with. And we all love to cook. So I love that strategy. Yes. Do you want to move on to your next point? Ready for number two. All right. Let's hear it. All right. So contact local print and digital magazines to feature your recipes. Now you need to be careful on the digital ones to get those backlinks. I had to kind of go back and forth to make sure I got the backlinks on the digital ones. So I connected with one magazine while I was at a conference actually having to do with that festival that I work with. So I was at a conference for that, but this magazine was there looking for advertisers, but I saw that their regional magazine had recipes in it. So I started the conversation and I left my business card. Well, 
they called me and they said, we love your blog. We would love for you to contribute some recipes in this magazine. And then they loved that so much. Now I'm contributing to their holiday issue. Wow. I know. So again, I just happen to be somewhere unrelated to the blog, but I'm always thinking about blog, my blog and I always have that business card with me. Oh, yeah, that's smart. And it doesn't hurt to ask, right? Like if something comes to your mind, what's the worst that's going to happen if you just ask and explore something? <laughs> yes. It never hurts to ask. I love that. I have preached that to my kids. It never hurts to <laughs> ask. <laughs> it's scary to ask sometimes because you fear that rejection. But like the worst that can happen is someone says no to you. And that that's not a terrible thing. Yes. And that actually is a very good segue into another one. Be bold and reach out to a big blogger, maybe that's in your niche, in your area, and ask to meet him. I did that to someone that is a Southern blogger, but I felt like he was super nice. I asked, could I come and meet you and chat with you? He said, come on. And we (laughs) we spent the day together. But you know what? I've gained several friends by doing that, but like you said, I've also been told no or not heard back, but it didn't stop me from doing it again. Yeah. Good for you because the blogger thing is kind of scary. I think for a lot of newer bloggers, it's like, oh gosh, no, I could never, never reach out to him or her, you know, but I, most bloggers are really nice and most would be honored and, and grateful to meet another blogger. So good for you for doing that. Are you still in touch? Absolutely. Yes, I've been on a retreat with him and we, I share his recipes on my social platform and he, yeah, it's just fantastic. He's wonderful. And he's introduced me to tons of other fantastic bloggers. See, that is something that you (laughs) never could have anticipated too. That's right. It trickles down. All right. What's next on your list? So I have a holiday cooking show. It is at my local civic center, but kind of going back to, you know, I told you I had a child with special needs. Well, he's now 24, but that holiday cooking show benefits the Outdoor Ability Foundation nonprofit. But Hmm. I said that to say one of the attendees to the holiday cooking show came and then asked me to teach an air fryer class to her church ladies group. So I did, and I charged a nominal fee, and now I have 30 new followers, and now she's bringing 15 ladies to my holiday cooking show this year, which will in turn introduce more people to the blog, which drives people to the blog, and more exposure to, I love teaching. Yeah. And those 15 people, it's not just them. It's all of their network as well. That is exactly. Oh, oh, and one of the best things, that same church group, she told me that a couple of Fridays ago, they had a a dinner and everybody brought grits and Gouda recipes. <gasps> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, what an honor. I know. So, yeah, that and I could not have dreamt that. Oh, I love that. Eblog Talk is thrilled to unveil the Eblog Talk Accountability Group, an exclusive community made for food bloggers who crave accountability, focus, and connection. 
We understand that not everyone is ready to dive into the Mini Minds group or the Masterminds program. That is why we've crafted this special offering for bloggers like you who want that extra push toward their aspirations, but aren't yet able to make the financial or time commitment. Here's what the eBlog Talk Accountability Group has in store for you for this low introductory price of $34 a month. This ongoing membership has its own private Slack channel. You will gain access to a dedicated channel facilitated by the community manager at eBlog Talk, Taryn Soli, for questions, insights, and collaboration. You will get weekly accountability check-ins so you can stay focused and motivated with those weekly check-ins in Slack to track and achieve your goals competently. You will have access to productivity focus sessions. Join these optional live Zoom sessions twice a week to boost your productivity by working alongside your peers and tapping into that collective energy. And you will get monthly group Zoom calls replacing the former clubhouse chats. Join these calls to connect, discuss current topics, share experiences, and celebrate achievements. Those calls will be hosted by me, Megan Porta, and I can't wait to see some of you there. If this sounds intriguing, head over to eblogtalk.com forward slash focus to sign up today. Eatblogtalk.com forward slash focus. Okay, what's next? Volunteer, volunteer, volunteer. So back to that festival, we we couldn't do it without the volunteers. But one of the things first is the right thing to do. Volunteer for your community, your church, your civic organization that means something to you. But second, you work alongside others and you often bond with those people and become good friends. Anytime you go through a project with someone or a crisis, you bond And so if you're new to a community, find out where you can volunteer. And you forge that when you volunteer with someone, you forge that connection, which there's nothing like that in-person connection, right? Especially if you're, you have a common goal and you're working together towards something. Absolutely. And again, you don't do it just for this, but while you're working with someone, someone may say, oh. I didn't know you had a blog. Let me share your recipe on my platform. And it may turn out to be very beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. You never know. (laughs) And you're doing a good thing. So it's not like you said, it's not like you're doing it just for the benefits, but there are benefits that come. Amen. (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) Okay, what's next on your list, Kathleen? All right. Now, not this is not for everyone, but... I like to be a guest speaker or do a little cooking demonstration for small civic organizations. So I live in a town of about 16,000, so not too big, not too small. But I've spoken to the Rotary Club, the Lions Club, a Garden Club, and a Retired Teachers Club. Some of those were just speaking about my blog and my small business. But a couple of those were a very easy air fryer recipe. So word of mouth is still a good method of advertising. If you don't want to be a speaker, join that group and get to know those people. How do you, okay, so where would you recommend starting with that? Because that would seem really daunting for me. I don't know anything about rotary clubs, anything that you mentioned. So I wouldn't even know where to start. (laughs) Well, let me skip on down to number nine. And it'll it'll answer that question. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Join your chamber of commerce. 
your local chamber of commerce will know all those answers. And if you don't want to join them, just call them. They will still have those answers. I'm a big proponent of joining that chamber of commerce. I've even served as a board member and I'd had to do with the Magnolia Festival, but I could have joined through Grits and Gouda. Now, ours promotes one event or or a promotion that you ask. They put it in their newsletter. So my holiday cooking show, when I'm asking for sponsors, they put that out there on their newsletter, which is huge because that newsletter goes to all the business owners. Um, let's see. They get it helps me get silent auction items for my holiday cooking show. But attending those monthly luncheons is gold because everybody I sit with and I always try to sit with someone I don't know. I know that again is getting out of your comfort yeah. zone. <laughs> yep, it is. You have, yeah, you just have to just grit your teeth and go sit by somebody and say, hi, I'm Kathleen. I have a food blog. What's your name? What do you do? They sometimes they have name tags. It just yeah. gets the conversation started. And again, they'll say, oh, that's so interesting. Tell me more. Hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of people don't know about food blogs or what they mean or what you do with them. So that is just like a conversation starter, right? Yes, absolutely. And again, you're just putting yourself out there. But if you're not comfortable joining, call your Chamber of Commerce and see how they can help you and get that word out. I never would have thought of that, honestly. Like just a simple phone call, just call them and ask. And they're pretty helpful typically. Oh my goodness, yes. And and most of us are small businesses. We probably have a business license in that town. Their job is to promote small businesses. Yeah, right. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> and they can also connect you with, like, sometimes there are WordPress seminars they know ah. about. You might know. I know on our newsletter, they just sent out, there was a social media guru giving a free webinar to nonprofits or to small businesses. So I wouldn't have known about that if I didn't get the newsletter. Absolutely. Okay. I am learning so much. Okay. What else do you have on your list, Kathleen? Okay, I might have mixed up the numbers, but the next one is, again, teaching, but but this is just what I do. Teaching cooking classes at local libraries. I charge a nominal fee and I prepare a very easy recipe. Now, mine is Instant Pot and Air Fryer recipes. I, it's easy to bring up there, very simple they have they are always looking to add to their adult programs. A lot of people do not know that libraries is not just for kids and story time. They have adult programs and they are always looking for interesting and everybody likes to eat. So if you just do super simple programs and then I have gained super followers from there. Some of oh. my most active Facebook, my demographic is probably 45 to 65 and above. And, okay. that, and that's who comes to these classes. Yeah. And yeah. I love them. They love me. I see them at Walmart. It's fantastic. Aww. And so th again, that's me, but that is another outlet. And, and you don't have to be a public speaker 
you can have notes, you can read a script and just make it or just talk about your blog. Yeah. So getting super fans on Facebook, that is so valuable. That's gold. <laughs> and even if it's just a handful, just think of the engagement that five super fans on Facebook could do for your your account. Absolutely. Those super fans tell other people and that's who shows up at my holiday cooking shows too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another one I never would have thought of and I didn't, I mean, I guess it makes sense that they would cater some of their content toward adults, but you always think of libraries and kids. Right. And if you have a cookbook, you can sell your cookbook after your little demo. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a good point too. Right. Okay. So what else do you have? Okay. The next one is reach out to your local TV stations to be a guest on the morning segment. I initially contacted two of them when I had that Magic Cakes cookbook. They, you know, that part of call to action. How are you going to help us promote this? Yep. So I reached out to them and they're always, they love to promote new cookbooks. So, but once I did that, they let me keep coming back. And now I've been a monthly guest on a morning, my local Birmingham TV show for, this is, I think, four years. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so I know all them. I love them. I feel like I'm part of their TV family too. Oh, okay. So there have to be benefits from that that have kind of trickled down. Can you talk about that? Like connections you've made or things that have led to other ventures, things like that? Yes. So I always get a bump on my social media after that. And they will even say, I just saw you on TV. And of course, when I'm there in the studio, I'll do a a reel or, you know, something like, hey, watch me. I'm going on in 30 minutes. Don't miss me. And so gather people in. I have had, of course, Birmingham's a large area. So I've had people message me and say, just saw you on TV. Can you come to my organization, my library? Can you do this or that? And or where can I get your cookbook? That kind of thing. So you're I mean, television, my demographic is still watching television. (laughs) Yeah. Do you ever get people seeing you in public and like, oh, were you on, you know, like celebrity sightings or anything like that? Well, I don't consider myself a celebrity, but yes, I, when I go grocery store shopping, which is once a week, it's like a social hour. It is so much fun. They'll say, and I may not know their name, but they will say, oh, and they'll give me a hug and we'll talk Aww. about whatever they're buying today. And lots of times they'll say, I'm buying this to make your air fryer, apple pie oh, wow. bombs. <laughs> That's so cool. I need to come be your friend. This You are the type of person I want to be friends with. Just well-connected, just lovely, social, always up for an adventure. This is the picture you're painting for me. Ah, uh, well, I consider you my friend. Oh, good. We're already friends. Yay. I love this. And the <laughs> TV station, I know quite a few bloggers who have tapped into this as a resource as a way to get more traffic and more attention on their cookbooks or just to have something kind of consistent to do that's out of the house as well. Like to go talk to people once in a while and get out of your, you know, your little cozy area that you work at all the time. 
Yes, because it can be pretty lonely and isolating here when we're sitting in front of our computers all day long. Oh my gosh, that's so true. What else do you have for us, Kathleen? Well, that segues into my number 10, last but not least, just be friendly wherever you go, either virtually, like at the grocery store or online, you make an impression, make it a good one. Always. Yep. I'm curious if you read the book, have you read Conscious Luck? I haven't, but it sounds like I need to. Okay. What everything you're saying reminds me so much of this book. I read it maybe nine months ago. I don't know the author offhand, but I can look it up. But it's about this, like just keeping at the top of your mind how important relationship building is in your life and all of the quote lucky things that come your way aren't actually lucky. It's just because you've built, you've put in the work to build those relationships. You show up at the grocery store happy and friendly and you're talking to people and that could lead to something else and literally is like spot on to everything you've said. So if if you haven't, I think you would really like it, Kathleen. I've already written it down. <laughs> oh, good. And I'm going to find it right now because I want to, I know some people are like, you mentioned the book, but you didn't mention the author. So I just want to make sure mm-hmm. I am providing that. So I'm looking that up right now. Do you have any other last little tidbits for us that relate to any of this or anything extra that you think can help with the networking? Well, I've never been accused of not ever having something to say. So yes, I got a couple more, <laughs> couple more little, you know, we Southern people, we love to talk. So I've got a few more bonus. Yeah, let's hear it. So I'll just run through them real quickly. So listen to podcast or be a guest on a podcast. You know, I often learn some tidbit of information from the guest on your Eat Blog Talk. Over, yeah. And then you go follow them after you've heard them. It might lead back to a connect with them in some way. Sign up to watch free seminars. Top Hat Rank. I, I sign up for that every single time, even though I may not ever be mentioned. I, I can comment in the chat and that puts Grits and Gouda back out there. Um, attend blogging conferences be ready with a conversation starter. If no one's talking at your table, I already talked about that. Mm. So, and then comment on other bloggers, social media, mm. be sincere and call them by name. This, this really happened. Um, one time there's, I was commenting on a bigger blogger long time ago, just because I liked their stuff. And she replied by saying, thank you, Kathleen on a Facebook Aww. post. And I immediately felt she must know me well enough now to call me by name. (gasps) And I loved it. And I remember that feeling. Who doesn't love to hear that sweet sound of their name? Uh, It's so true. It's so simple, but so true. Yes. So, And then the last one is join Facebook groups and forums like Food Blogger Pro or Mastermind groups like yours. And I'm not talking about their recipe sharing. I'm in several groups behind the scenes that just, we just throw things out there. Y'all, this happened. This nasty Facebook comment. I need a virtual hug or I don't understand this back end part. What do y'all think? Join those. And if you don't, if you don't know of one, start your own. Yes. Love that. Anything else? I love all of these. These are so good. (laughs) I think I have about talked myself out. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I absolutely love listening to you talk. So if you if you have more, please chime in. But I love all of that. It's so simple. Just be friendly, right? Just show up in the places that you can. Be friendly. Be open to receiving information, to making contacts. I mean, that's kind of the message of everything. And I did find the, the author of that book. So it's called Conscious Luck, Eight Secrets to Intentionally Change Your Fortune. And the author is Gay Hendricks. And I believe he's the author of The Big Leap, which I think a lot of entrepreneurs have read as well. So both are very good. I am writing that down. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm inspired. I know some of these I probably won't do in 2024. Like TV, probably not. Just, (laughs) I mean, I've done it. I've done it and it was super valuable. I would suggest everyone at least try it, but it's just like not on my project list. But a lot of these are really good and I, I will try them. And yeah, just appreciate you bringing all of this to the table. It's also creative. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Kathleen. What an amazingly valuable conversation. It's been such a pleasure to learn from you today. Do you have either a favorite quote or words of inspiration to leave us with? Yes. So back to my story, I wanted to say dreams can come true. They may just look a little different than you imagined. It may be even better. And then that, yeah, yeah, that goes with my story. And then my quote is loosely quoting Ralph Waldo Emerson. Remember, you have to be a friend to have one. Oh, I have all the warm, fuzzy feelings right now. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. And we'll put together a show notes page for you, Kathleen. If anyone wants to go look at those, head to eblogtalk.com forward slash grits and Gouda. Tell everyone again where they can find you, Kathleen. So I'm on Facebook. Everything is Grits and Gouda, G-O-U-D-A. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and then gritsandgouda.com. Everyone go check everything out that Kathleen just mentioned. Thanks again for being here. And thank you so much for listening, food bloggers. I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Eat Blog Talk. Please share this episode with a friend who would benefit from tuning in. I will see you next time.